David Letterman just can't stay in retirement. Netflix finds a way to bring him back for a limited engagement for your television. Meanwhile, Sinead O'Connor is back in the spotlight after a live video explaining where she is and why she's not doing so well and the loss of three legends yesterday. We'll talk about them and other great stories. 14 total stories spread across the Internet yesterday with us sharing, and you get a chance to tell us what the best ones are. We'll tell you what you said about that in just a moment here on the Daily Recap Podcast from ThisIsTheConversation.com. Today happens to be August the 9th, 2017. And welcome to the podcast. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne. I'm your host for this podcast. I like to think I am a great person to have great conversations with, and I know you out there are as well. This is the Conversations Daily Recap Podcast, and today happens to be the ninth day of August. So on this Wednesday, we're recapping the stories we talked about on yesterday, all day for Tuesday, 14 of them uh, that you guys gave lots of input to, and we're glad to have you along the way. If you didn't give any actual input to it, this is how you get a chance to do that. You go to your phone, you go to your tablet, you go to your PC, and make sure that we are in your social media feeds because we feed these stories, these topics, these headlines with links to full stories to you all day long. Go to Twitter and follow TH underscore conversation. Go to Facebook and look for This is a Conversation. And go to our main website, thisisaconversation.com. Check it out for great features, including the links to join the conversation survey panel where we have extra questions for you. We have a panel that offers up surveys that can pay you directly. Don't jump through hoops. If you put yourself in the kitty and we choose you for a survey, you don't have to requalify. You are qualified. Do the survey, get paid just like that. Check it out at thisisaconversation.com slash survey panel. Now, let's get on to the actual stories from yesterday and the podcast, starting off with what was by far the top story of the day, David Letterman, because everybody misses David Letterman looking like the old guy with the big shaggy beard. I'm not sure if that's going to stick around, but he's going to come back to TV very, very soon. 2018 is a target date for a new Netflix talk show, an hour-long TV talk show where David Letterman interviews people for a full hour. Now, we know David Letterman is a lovable character on air. We know David Letterman has an ability to, or at least a reputation of not being the most lovable guy off air because his his domain is his domain. He controls his world, but everybody loves his delivery on TV. And everybody seems to love him who actually knows him and spends good time with him. David Letterman is coming back to Netflix in a new way, doing a new style of talk show, which isn't so much new. It's just new because it'll be on a streaming service. And he's only doing six episodes for this first season. We'll see how season one goes and if he comes back. Of course, Chelsea Hanley. Chelsea Handler, of course, now on the Netflix roster, taking her show, which was once on the E! Network, and she's done some things all over the place, and now it is a Netflix exclusive. Uh, it comes out in batches uh, often, and that's how it works there. Netflix looking for more new programming. Of course, rumors have it that Netflix is billions of dollars in the hole for all its original programming, even though it brings in so many viewers. That number it was disputed from somewhere around 20 to maybe 2 but most of that is because they do have licensing deals and they do have issues with, of course, the live programming. We will talk about a bit about Netflix in a moment. Uh, so we'll come back to them in a bit. We'll let that simmer and let you know what's happening with them or without them, if you will. Now, Sinead O'Connor uh, gave a live video a few days where she broadcast from a hotel in New Jersey 
where she's saying she's suicidal, she's not doing very well, and she's, of course, living in this hotel, which is in the, quote, arse end, unquote, of New Jersey, which you can figure out which end of New Jersey is the arse end. But she ain't doing so well. So poor outpourings of love and sympathy are going out to Sinead O'Connor. No one is really, really goofing on her. And this is what's really cool about this. Sinead O'Connor may or may not have gotten herself into this boat. You can have that argument all you want to. But there are plenty of people out there who are jumping on the why aren't you giving this woman help bandwagon. People are straight up saying we do all these things and tease all these folks and say about all these troubled stars who can't get a break. Here's one that everybody seemed to love at some time, and then she just went bonkers for the public. But now she's reaching out for help. No one has to give her a big million-dollar contract, but someone should offer up some help for Sinead O'Connor. She should have some friends, some coworkers, some people who actually enjoyed being around her that should be able to give her something, give her a leg up, give her something to do to get herself out of this, and, of course, actually spend actual time with her to help her make her way out of her thing. And we'll see how well Sinead O'Connor will react to this and if she can actually react to this. Some people, if you deal with people who are mentally challenged or people that literally who are homeless, who choose to be homeless as opposed to go get themselves right. And people with mental issues that don't want to clean up, don't want to get off drugs, don't want to do the right things and go through the program. They just want the freedom. So that means living out in the streets. I've dealt with people like that. There are people who just refuse to get right and won't get right. So, you know, Connor putting out a plea saying that she is ready to get out of whatever is going on. How she ended up in New Jersey, I guess somebody will figure out, but nobody knows at this point. But we'll see if she gets the help that she's asking for very soon. A Google employee named James Danmore uh, wrote a, a meme, a memo. I sent a, an email out that went across Google about gender stereotypes, essentially saying that uh, there isn't a problem with hiring more women or even more diverse uh, minorities. We just keep up the guys we got right now, make life more comfortable for us normal white guys. He didn't say normal white guys, but that's basically how it was portrayed. It's the culture of young white wild guys, man boys, running a um, running the asylum, if you will, and the fact that you have to bring in women and that means less man boy action is a problem to the company. We can get a lot more stuff done if we didn't have to, you know, play nice for the girls. That got him fired. Of course, it got Google a lot of bad press over the weekend as the note was spread across the company and, of course, leaked out to people across the world via the news and the Internet and not people not so happy with Google. Google already dealing with uh, some discrimination cases right now, exactly right now, because of this stuff. And that's what happens with larger companies when you don't see a lot of natural diversity, especially in companies that are ruled specifically by men in the industry. Silicon Valley and the engineering industry, the tech industry, of course, kind of a man thing, uh, even though there's lots of play and lots of showing and lots of, of visions of women doing their thing. They're just not doing their things at the top of many of the bigger companies. That just so happens to be where it goes. Numbers popping up. Trump's approval numbers hit an all-time low in a new CNN poll. Meanwhile, the U.S. drug overdose deaths reach an all-time record high in a new poll as well, new study as well. So there's two quick examples of numbers that get in the way of things. Trump, even though he's on vacation, is doing his Trump thing and sending out tweets on stories that um, yesterday he tweeted a tweet on a story, retweeting a Fox and Friends story that, of course, 
was dug up from classified information that was leaked, even though he complains about the leakers, but he, he essentially spread the leaks and maybe unclassified the stories because Trump can do that magically uh, with things like that. On the drug overdose uh, record, uh, Donald Trump put a big, big focus on taking care of drugs. Of course, he went to New Hampshire and talked about how the opioid uh, epidemic is just horrible there. And then, of course, he called the president of Mexico and said he won New Hampshire because it was a drug den and people just don't know any better. When A, he said nice things about fixing things in New Hampshire, and B, he didn't actually win New Hampshire. That's a whole other story. Uh, but the drug overdose deaths are going at a record high this year. So there's something that needs to be done about that, whether the president can get off of his arse and um, do something about this. And, of course, he does have other things going on. Of course, yelling at North Korea isn't helping right now. But whether he can do something to fix this thing he promised to fix is a big problem. Let's go back to Netflix real quick and talk about an issue they will have come 2018, actually coming fairly soon. Uh, why I'll take David Letterman, you know, a year to make six hours of TV, we don't know. But by that time, Netflix will probably need a little extra content, believe it or not. What's the deal? Disney. Disney figured out that it has enough stuff in its library to do its own streaming service. Now, it's not something they're not so shy about. Disney already has various services where they partner with other people. One of the biggest things they have is something called Disney Movies Anywhere, which is actually partnered with Vudu, an online service that allows you to tap into streaming video from anywhere. So you can buy the movie digitally and then you can use it on the Vudu app or you can get it through some other apps or watch it through other streaming services such as Netflix. Netflix, you pay the subscription and then they work the rights with Disney so they have certain things on at certain times. The biggest thing that I have on my Netflix is watching many, many Disney Junior TV shows on demand via Netflix. But that won't be available very, very soon. Disney is going to pull all of its movies and all of its programming from Netflix, put it together with ESPN and start its own streaming service. Disney, of course, owns ESPN and various other channels, uh, ABC as well. So they're going to start pulling uh, specifically the Disney movies and a lot of the ESPN uh, long-form programming from Netflix and put it in its own streaming service, which you'll pay you know your own money for, but because you'll want to see Disney movies at a more at a, at, a, at a better clip essentially they'll have they of course have access to everything when they feel like it so the disney vault may no longer exist because they can keep things online forever and just shuffle things out as as they do as they want to a lot quicker as opposed to taking away for years and years back in the day of of you know vhs tapes and dvds were the only source of your disney viewing after it was out of the run of theaters uh they had the disney vault which is essentially just a way to market uh keeping movies out for about a couple months and then going away for years so the classics would be on sale for about three months and then go away for about six seven years and they just recycle it with enough classics you can do that for a long time uh, with Disney streaming, we'll see how often they'll they'll siphon off some movies. Some movies, some newer movies, seem to be there all the time. Lilo and Stitch is there all the time. Trust me, we watch Lilo and Stitch a lot in our home. Uh, but we'll see if some of the classic movies like Snow White or Cinderella, the original ones, actually stay around much longer because they'll be in the streaming service from Disney for a price. Now, the HBO hackers uh, that we heard about that have been releasing episodes of Game of Thrones a little early uh, got more than just the videos. They got some pretty big uh, detailed documents and the emails 
for executives at HBO. This, of course, is a big concern about what's in the documents, what people know. We learned from the Sony hack a few years ago a lot of disparaging, a lot of really, really dumb things are said by executives in their emails. We learned that from the Clinton hack as well, that a lot of disparaging and dumb dumb things are said inside of people's emails. We'll probably learn fairly soon some disparaging and dumb dumb things said inside of the HBO executives' emails because these things, this is how conversations go, and they get kind of stupid. Whether this will be essentially an advertisement for Slack or uh, a way for people just to be smarter about their communication in general, we'll see if people learn from that. And yesterday, the loss of three legends, or at least finding out about the losses of some, some actually passing on Monday, but getting the news yesterday. The first story we put out was the loss of legendary Broadway performer Barbara Cook. She died at the age of 89. We also had a conflicting story where we had scheduled in a story for the original Godzilla actor from 1954, literally the original person in the rubber suit, Haro Nakajima, he died at the age of 88 yesterday. And as that was going live, essentially coming down in the feed, we got news of Glenn Campbell, who, of course, died after his battle of Alzheimer's at 81. Plenty of tributes going out to all three of those people, especially Glenn Campbell, uh, a very big name in the community here in the States for music, for movies. And his battle with Alzheimer's essentially began in 2011. So he's been doing this thing for a long time. Glenn Campbell recently did. He's been, and he's kept touring and kept doing all the things he did, what the assistance he could get. Uh, he recently had a tour that ended uh, about six months ago or so, maybe a year or so ago. Uh, basically, this his literal last ride as he was trying to do all he could until he no longer could. He has ended his battle with Alzheimer's on a strong note and with plenty of love from his friends, his supporters, and many folks. Uh, there was plenty of Glenn Campbell being played in the radio station yesterday, let me tell you that. Glenn Campbell dying at the age of 81. And those are the stories that we chatted about all day yesterday on Tuesday. So this Wednesday, we expect to have a fairly busy day as well. As we said, we didn't put them in as conversation stories, but Donald Trump doing a lot of Donald Trump things, even though he's on vacation. So he's not in the public eye having public events, but because of the Twitter machine, he still has access to doing stuff like that. That's become really big. And he did give a nice speech about North Korea yesterday, which turned into turned into fire and fury in more ways than one plenty to talk about on the talking head shows last night we'll see how the aftermath of some of those things happen as well and we'll sure we're pretty sure plenty of other great things and some not so great things unfortunately will happen all day today and we will document them by sending them out to you in our social media feeds and of course at our website this is a conversation.com check it out check them out so you can be a part of the conversation go to twitter and follow us at th underscore conversation Go to Facebook and follow us at This is a Conversation and go to the main website and just follow along, interact with the stories as they come down and let us know what you think about them, what you give us your opinion. Uh, click on them, share them, share them with friends, share them with enemies, share them with random strangers if you have the time so that we have more people in on these great conversations. Of course, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast so you can hear how things go down the day after. And of course, on Saturday, we'll give you the top 10 of all the the stories in the past seven days and of course make sure you subscribe to that podcast so that you don't miss out an episode and you can also if you have a little time give us a rating and review it helps people find us those enemies and those strangers and even a few friends figure out that you got something good in your ears with your with your ear pods if you were using your pods and they want to keep in a well because peer pressure is pretty awesome 
we'd like to think. If you want to find out more about my other side projects, check out jclevenpain.net. And, of course, wrapping this thing up for the day, thank you so much for being a part of the conversations every single day, being in and out and all over the place. We're glad that you let us know what are the most important stories of the day. We're glad to have a chance to keep on doing it. Check out the conversation survey panel for a chance to get more input from you and us to actually pay you in the process. This is conversation.com slash survey panel. And of course, be back tomorrow on a Thursday edition of the Daily Recap Podcast. Repot, repot, recapping the Wednesday stories that we put out in our social media feeds. Thank you so much and join you again tomorrow.